Blog Talk Radio. Rolling. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Prophetico. It's good to be with you tonight. I've got a very good friend of mine on. I've been following for quite some time now. Uh, he is Michael Basham, and we're going to uh, uh, get a good introduction out of him. He uh, he is a teacher, and uh, he's abroad. So, uh, Michael, why don't you introduce yourself for the listeners and... Uh, uh, let us know how you came to uh, be where you're at and uh, how you came to uh, all your knowledge and your thoughts and and your point of view. Uh, that's most important. Um, thank you, Matthew. It's real, real big pleasure and a great honor to be on with you. I've listened to you for quite some time and, and Johnny and just the whole network of uh, awakened Christians. And um, I myself come from a pretty standard conservative Christian background. Um, my grandfather uh, was Don Basham, and he uh, kind of was a pioneer in the deliverance field. And then my father is a, a violinist. Uh, and I was raised homeschooled and just kind of sort of off the grid a little bit. But um, then I, I became interested in Japanese and moved to Japan when I was about 20 or so. And I've been trying to move out here a while and finally got to kind of get grounded in Taiwan and China and then bouncing around all over the place. Um, I've been kind of loosely working with missionaries. I was a full-time missionary with uh, Family International for a couple of years and um, just been sort of working very off-the-grid style, I guess you could say, with different people that go to to, uh, Nepal and Africa. um, But I myself have been supporting myself through, uh, through teaching English here and to keep my sanity, I've been studying your guys' material and using it for my classes and uh, and just seeing God do miracles. I mean, God's been taking care of me as if I was a missionary. I can't really call myself one, but he's been paying for my school and just doing all kinds of stuff to take care of me. So I uh, figure it's time to get back and, and kind of pay back and uh, get more into the YouTubing. started a YouTube channel a little while ago. It's called Keyblades. It's kind of a mess, too, but... Uh, Hope to get more more in the info war and the spirit war. I call it spirit wars because I think we're we're more we're getting into more of the supernatural and a lot of the kind of end time intel that you guys uh, specialize in. So I uh, really appreciate uh, being on the show and and um, and what what are we going to get into tonight, Matthew? Is this is this September 11th or uh, <laughs> we can uh, <laughs> we. Can, uh, well, we can get into uh, whatever we want to. I'm, I'm really wanting to awesome. look uh, at the at the Mecca incident, but uh, okay, good. I find it. Uh, I have found it uh, when I first yes. discovered it. Uh, your background uh, is rather quite hardcore traditional, uh, to say the very least. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, where you came from, and uh, that's rather amazing. Um, and your family did pioneer uh, in the deliverance uh, ministry and the discipling ministry as well. And it's quite uh, uh, shocking whenever you hear of a homeschooler uh, that was basically born and bred, uh, really conservative, 
uh, to come look into uh, you know the Illuminati and uh, end times events. Now, uh, yeah. that's not you know so here or there looking at end times events itself, but uh, you go mm. way beyond that. You go uh, way deeper than that and try to get to the core. And uh, I really have always appreciated that. And uh, some of your posts you've made, uh, of course, on the uh, fallen angels or the uh, extraterrestrial entities, however you'd like to call it. Many people have different flavors for it. Uh, But I've always appreciated your viewpoint. And uh, when I first learned that you were abroad, uh, what you were doing, I looked into you a little bit, and I had nothing but a grin on my face because it was obvious uh, that you were uh, abjectly going against everything. You just decided to go yourself. You decided to go and get into the game. Uh, and I really, really do uh, not only respect that, but I honor it as well. Um, especially you working uh, with the children. Uh, because obviously you have free license to teach whatever you would like as long as you're teaching English. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you uh, yeah. and you use that to your advantage, or rather mm-hmm. to his advantage. Uh, so I really do appreciate that, but uh, I really do enjoy uh, the videos that you post uh, where you're right there in a the classroom with your kids. Uh, I really do appreciate that, and I want to thank you for it. I think that what you're doing by far exceeds what I am doing. Uh, we have oh, absolutely not, sir. No uh, well, uh, we have an absolute lack uh, in the church today for raising up uh, our children in a proper way. Um, that's fallen by the wayside uh, severely. So I wanted to thank you as well for uh, doing that, sticking your neck out there. Uh, that's Gosh, awesome. Matthew, you're, you're making me blush here, sir, and I just don't know what to say. I'm just a sinner, and I'm. I feel so like incompetent and just God's if he can use just piece of garbage on the floor to, to praise his name, you know. I'm looking for warriors though. I'm I know there's people out there that are so talented, that are so good at, at all this stuff that are just sitting around playing video games. Um and I'm meeting I'm meeting them, you know, I'm just um I'm amazed, like, how many people there are out there that are just ready to go, but they just need someone to kind of kick them in the butt and say, you know, get out there, you know? Yes. And I think, in a, and one thing I want to tell you, sir, is about how your just fellowship of unity and, and brotherhood that I sense between you and Johnny, especially, I mean, that, bless that guy's soul, just makes me crack up every single time. <laughs> what did you say on your last show, the September 11th show, was like, she was visited by an angel and 3 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, he, gift and the gift of <laughs> yes. Uh, he he said he was visited by the angel of the peace sign. This this angel was wearing a, a peace symbol shirt and told him that uh, he was supposed to join the holy name group. And oh my gosh, he's just uh, uh, he's just full of life and full of love. Oh man, and you sense the love. Like, have you ever heard of this show called um, the God Journey? Back in the days. Uh, uh, yes, I have. Uh, yeah, that was a while yeah. ago. Yeah, sadly, I think it's just one of them now. I think Wayne Jacobson is carrying it, but it, it was really cool because just these two ex-pastor kind of guys, like sick of church, they would just talk and laugh, and 
yeah, bring up all this different stuff. And, yeah, and it was it was like fellowship for people and people that were sick of church, they would just listen to that. And um, you don't get that so much any anymore. So I mean, I'm really glad to, to hear you and Johnny on there, and hope to promote you guys. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's good stuff. He is good stuff. Yeah. How is his health now? How's he? How's he doing? Uh, well, he is uh, being repaired. Uh, they, of course, needed to find the source of his loss of blood. Uh, they did okay. finally uh, find it uh, in his gullet. Uh, so I believe they cauterized. Uh, he had two bleeding ulcers that were gushing. Uh, oh so uh, they cauterized him. So uh, he was right to the threshold of uh, requiring a blood transfusion. I thank the good Lord they didn't have to. He was just two points above the threshold uh, for needing a blood transfusion, and I do not trust them at all. I've known too many people uh, over the course of time that got really bad things from blood transfusions. So uh, he should be on the mend now. As a matter of fact, it's been been 72 hours, so his uh, blood count should be uh, right around the threshold where he could operate normally uh, without... You know, without getting real tired. So, yeah, the Lord uh, had a little scare for Johnny. I think um, Johnny can uh, oh, tend to rebuke that. Yeah, yeah, Johnny can. Johnny can be a knucklehead, but uh, his heart has always been in the right place. Uh, so the Lord, uh, the Lord gives that boy great, great swaths of leniency there. I think so. Uh, it's what swagger. <laughs> uh, you know, he. Yeah, he. Uh, he talks to people uh, about Christ that most Christians just would stick their nose up in the air and kick them off the premises, you know. Um, well, and it, yeah. And, I mean, I would promote healing, too. Just you know, rebuke that sucker. Let's get him healed. Yep, yep, let's get him healed. So, yeah, I prayed uh, as soon as I, I heard what was going on, and I asked the Lord, you know, hey, is this the whole purpose? Because uh, people... Lots of people get mad at me. They want me to come on for interviews. And uh, I never really understood why, but uh, the Lord always pressed it upon me that, no, uh, you're to stay with Johnny for now. Mm. And and I have no idea why. Uh, but uh, so I had a – well, I was scared that the whole purpose of that was God was going to you know, wrap up his life and have him finish uh, what he needed to do. Uh, but uh, thank the good Lord, that's 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 not the case. Um, so I, I think it was for all of us, uh, you know, because Amen. Uh, you know Johnny is 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 an expert at love. That's what he's an expert at, and there's nobody better than him at doing it. I mean, he can. Oh, yeah. He can talk with anybody. It doesn't matter. He loves everybody, and uh, mm-hmm. we desperately need that. So. Um, Yes, I'm. I'm glad that shadow passed because it was weighing heavy on me. Uh, that yeah. Well, he's just getting warmed up. That guy. I don't <laughs> think he's. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, he's just getting warmed up. Uh, that uh, 9/11 show. I, I guess it's going on some other radio network or something. I'm not too sure cool. the particulars of it, but yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, to the moment at hand. Um, this came across my desk. Uh, I was at work, and yes. my wife sent me a text that uh, there were structures in Mecca that had been struck by lightning. And uh, yes. she was pretty concerned. She goes, well, there's not 
storms there. And I said, well, that's correct. It's it's in the desert. There's normally not storms mm. there. Oh, wow. Uh, so I was questioning whether or not this was the first time uh, it had uh, produced storms and rain. She said, well, they didn't sh- really show much rain. Uh, the pictures that I saw was just lightning. It didn't look like it was raining. Mm-hmm. So I, I took concern at that, you know, because, uh, you know, at a normal day, uh, you know, there's, what, two million people there. And, uh, you know, not her nor I uh, have any want or desire for anyone to be hurt at all. And uh, that many people gathered together, if it had been raining uh, and lightning striking, it could have produced something really bad. Because if it had grounded out, of course it could have taken out the whole crowd. Uh, It's... It's nothing for one bolt of lightning to have uh, 10 million volts. So right. uh, I was concerned. Well, then on my way home, uh, she frantically calls me and she says, well, a crane collapsed there. And at first I didn't understand what she was saying. Well, well honey, I, I know you said there was you know, storms there. What What are you talking about? A, a crane fell down? What on earth was a crane doing there anyway. Uh, But yes, she confirmed it. Um, A crane had collapsed, and it was outside uh, of the structure, but it had collapsed over the wall and had killed, Mm. uh, at that time, uh, she said 30-some people. Of course, now uh, now the resources say 107 people died in that incident. And it, it, it brought me pause. Because I was concerned that this is going to rile up ISIS. Uh, they will obviously use this uh, mm. as an a recruiting tool. Uh, you know, they they really could use this to their advantage and say that, yes. uh, you know, God is mad at all you people because you won't fight the Crusaders. Um, that was my that is oh. that that is my first concern. They're going to use it for a recruiting tool or. It could quite possibly have the uh, opposite effect, and God could use this to his advantage and, uh, you know, let these people know that uh, slaughtering people is not uh, a lawless act and and perhaps uh, use this uh, incident to get people to uh, repent or at least turn from their, uh, well, savagery. I I don't know what other way to put it, but savagery. Um, so that's my that's my feelings on it. But <clears throat> the simple fact that uh, what date this happened really uh, disturbed Absolutely. me. And when I took a precursory look to see if anybody had really said anything about it, the only one I really found was you uh, that pointed out the simple fact, uh, the date of this. Um, so why don't you share your thoughts on it? Now, I'm, I'm sure, Michael, that uh, you agree with me that we had no want or desire for anybody to be hurt. Um, Absolutely. I, I look at it, and I've been telling everybody it's a great tragedy that it happened, of course, as was 9-11 in the States. And, of course, I don't believe that bin Laden um, caused 9-11 in 2001. But it's interesting to note that the company, if I'm not mistaken, that owned the crane was bin Laden family. I don't know if you heard about that. 
No, I hadn't heard about. I had not heard about that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going off a lot of different articles here, but I haven't been super researching it. But I just because my friends and I like to talk about 9/11, like, yeah, Jesus's birthday, and we almost jokingly do so. But there's some pretty interesting research about 9/11 when you look at the astrological, you know, the astronomical, just the placement of the different. Uh, constellations and 2,000 years ago and 3 BC, 9-11 to be the actual date of Jesus' birth. Well, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Um, I'm Okay, I'm not an expert on it, but I'm just just from a very quick internet recheck and double check of a couple podcasts that I heard a few years ago. Maybe it was even on your show. You probably have a much better study on that subject than... Yeah, I... uh, um, I certainly have uh, looked at it. Um, it is uh, the conjunction uh, there uh, of Regulus and, of course, Jupiter. Uh, lots of people uh, believe that that very well could be that conjunction, uh, very well could be the sign right. uh, for the birth of the Messiah. Now, Amazing. having said that, <laughs> um, I've studied this a whole lot, a whole lot longer than they have. Uh, I was studying this, you know three decades wow. ago. Uh, so, Dang. I don't agree with that at all. However, okay. However, what I do agree with is this, uh, that they have overtly wanted to promote that idea. Now, that much I do know. Mm. Uh, and Okay. <clears throat> so, whenever you get into the real details, you get into the real uh, astronomical uh, data at the time. Yes. It's pretty clear uh, to me uh, when he was born. That being said, it should concern everybody that the people who rule and reign over this planet, because they do. And, and ladies and gentlemen, whether you like to stomach all the information all on the Illuminati or not, that is irrelevant. The Lord our God has made it perfectly clear to define for us uh, that there are ten kings that rule over this globe. Uh, and uh, it even goes as far to say that when they do fall, Jeremiah chapter 8 is very quite clear. Uh, they must present uh, bones from their ancestors to the fallen to prove that they are uh, the rightful heirs to be the princes uh, over those places, so we just have to accept that. That's what that's what God has plainly defined for us. Uh, lots of people think that there are different numbers. Uh, they think there's 13 of them. No, there's not. There's 10. And uh, hmm. we need to realize that uh, in any greater uh, organization here on this planet, the pyramid schemes will always set up the attaches, which there are three of them. Uh, that's that's pretty obvious when you just look into the corporate world. Uh, so, that being said, um, it is of grave concern uh, to me just the situation as it stands. Uh, it is overtly clear uh, that if if something dastardly was to be done, it would be done on this day. And it would be made to look like an act of revenge. Uh, now... Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we really don't want to get caught up with ISIS in act of revenge. Uh, we just we just don't. Uh, so it's it's really concerning to me 
Now, uh, Michael, you have studied uh, the Illuminists, shall we call them, uh, yes. quite a lot. Do you think they have the capabilities uh, to pull this off? And, and what's your thoughts on why it collapsed? Uh, sorry, I was just laughing because I thought you were going to say the, the key phrase that Jim Carrey coined called the lummy nutty in his famous <laughs> appearance. Where he, so anyway, people can look that up. It's hilarious. <laughs> they And by the way, they hate it when you make fun of them. They hate that. They really, they take themselves very seriously. Yes, they do. The Illumin, um, what was their new, oh, I have to ask you later about that preview for their, the Illuminatium. Oh, the Illuminatium. Yes. You probably heard of that. Yes. Is that, I got to ask you if that's real. But. Uh, yes, that has been real. Uh, and let let me just give you some background on it. You're not going to get anywhere okay. else. Yeah, before we um, forget, yeah. Uh, this, this foray, ladies and gentlemen, stems from the French. Uh, you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, uh, the French and uh, what you would call uh, the Italians, uh, of course, using Latin, uh, they come up with a design to corrupt the word of the living God. They have been at work for quite some time. And uh, I will say this, uh, everyone needs to look into this. This is why the Adito Regia was comprised with two secret manuscripts, uh, that Stephanus would not allow the church nor the government, because it were the same thing at the time, to get their hands on. Um, this is the whole reason why it was used to create the Geneva Bible, uh, which made them so vehemently mad. That's why they had to come up with the uh, government-authorized version. So, yes, uh, what Michael has brought to light has been in play for a very long time, and uh, you all need to know that this was uh, the beginnings... Uh, of the Illuminist was always to manipulate um, the religious side and the political side. And it's just that we all can't remember when that thing stood. Uh, but if you look in the history books, there was only one way to influence the world. You first had to influence the church. Then you would influence the world. Mm -hmm. So yes, this has been in play mm -hmm. for uh, quite some time. Uh, they have been known by that name. Uh, that's their original uh, group. Uh, and uh, since the ten have been working behind the scenes, that is their proper mm -hmm. term. So I'm surprised that that now comes to light. Uh, that's a, yes. that's a further uh, harbinger that uh, we're really late in the game. Whether you yeah. believe whether you believe we're in the in times or not is really completely irrelevant. Uh, the simple fact that uh, they have allowed. Uh, yes. their their little group uh, to be known by its proper name and its proper place should should tell everybody we're we're getting really late in the game. Well, they're going to come out and say, "Look, Lucifer is God," and yeah, so what? We're the Illuminati. We're real. You know, join us or join that fake God, Jesus. You know, and it's going to come down to that. We're we're all going to follow Jesus or Lucifer, and it's going to be very very clear in the end. I believe. Yes, it's it's going to be very clear, and and everybody uh, they don't call God the fake God. They 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 never did. Uh, they fully okay. they, they fully believe in God. Make no mistakes about it. But mm. uh, what they believe uh, is that uh, they want to uh, follow and worship the prince of this place, the administrator of it, instead of working or instead of worshiping the creator who is okay. Uh, 
of course, the sole heir of it. So yes, they know exactly what they're doing. They yeah, they 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 will come out forthrightly here very soon and tell you exactly uh, what their scheme is. But yeah, you're. Right. I like how you say that they're late in the game, though. Like I really feel like um well, like Alex Jones says a lot now. He's like they're way behind schedule and they're just pushing it. You know, and this ISIS thing and the stuff that's happening in Europe and it's so sophisticated and so the nine eleven thing just plays into into everywhere. You know, we had twenty twelve, the Benghazi attack with nine eleven and yes. which created ice or started ISIS pretty much and what's happening in Syria and um and then this more recent nine eleven thing that's like you said, could be a could be used by ISIS to just inflate or or um, create more excuse to go and cause a bunch of ruckus. They're all going over to Europe now because, oh, we got to help the immigrants. And, of course, the powers that be know, like, well, if we just create this welfare opportunity for people, they'll all run into Europe. Saudi Arabia won't take them. Turkey won't take them. Other countries around won't take them. Right. It's only, you know, it's all in the EU. So everybody go to the EU. Of course, most of them aren't even families that need help. They're all like young, able-bodied men, yes. 70%. Yes. And they're on their Facebooks. A lot of them are Islamic extremists. So what do you think is going to happen next? You know, And you know this. ISIS has said, we're going to go to Europe under the pretense of being um, you know, uh, immigrants with problems, and then we're going to start creating hell. And I mean, you just look at this chessboard, and it's so sophisticated. And it's all started back in 9-11, 2001, till today. And just, I mean, who could have foreseen all this stuff? And where is it going next? And it has to be organized by a supernatural intelligence. There's just no way that some Rockefellers or some just some conniving Jews or Jesuits in little dark chambers could have made this, you know? Right. Well, that's that's the major part of this, uh, Michael. Uh, ISIS is not CIA designed. This is completely out of Mm. control and completely an element of chaos. Um, That's what's really uh, concerning them right now. Uh, They're out of control because, ladies and gentlemen, here's what's happening. Uh, All of the Muslim people uh, basically have got together and realized that – why are we letting these people run our countries? Uh, so please try to understand that, that ISIS is a formulation of the Muslims in Egypt, uh, you know, Syria, everywhere. They're wanting to band together. Uh, they are tired of the CIA. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. uh, they're tired of the CIA running their lives. They really are. And, of course, uh, we have provoked this. I, I mean... Ladies and gentlemen, for the love of all that's good, we have evidence, we we have absolute proof uh, that our soldiers went into Afghanistan and took over the poppy fields, for Pete's sakes, yeah. and nobody done anything about it, okay? Um, I made mention of this whenever our drones uh, were blowing Pakistani weddings to pieces, and I, and I mean they like did 12 weddings. Something like that. So uh, this is where this stems from. They're tired of it, uh, and they cannot be controlled, and they're really quite bloody and quite motivated. 
uh, because they are tired of seeing their women and children killed uh, quite cowardly uh, by bombs. Uh, they really are tired of it. So uh, this is a really instigating event, but I do want to say this, Michael. Have you ever uh, considered what could be the end course herein? Uh, the Lord our God is very, uh, very clear when he says there will be a highway uh, both from Egypt uh, and Assyria. Now, Assyria is, of course, the land in the midst of the rivers. Uh, and we need to... Okay. Uh, let's, let's just do this, Michael. What if the Jews step forward and say, hey, we'll take care of the Syrian Christians because nobody else will, so why don't we create a buffer zone? And then, what if they go down south, because, of course, uh, here over the past week, uh, the checkpoint there in the Sinai Peninsula uh, was attacked. Now, wouldn't it be a marvel if uh, the Israelis said, tell you what, all the Coptic Christians can come and move into the Sinai, we'll provide you with water and blah, 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 we'll set up uh, a place for you to live there on the Sinai Peninsula. And everybody gets real quiet. Well, what on earth is Matthew talking about? Well, uh, I'm talking about, imagine uh, two buffer zones. Imagine Israel annexing uh, that area of land, because nobody wants the Christian, Sir- uh, the Christian Syrias there that uh, lie on the, sou- on the southern part of the land in the midst of the rivers. Uh, we're not helping them. Uh, nobody wants to help them. So what if Israel was to annex that, just like they did the, the Golan Heights, and uh, say, uh, we will make you Syrian Christians, Israeli citizens, and we'll make the Coptic Christians uh, Israeli citizens, and we'll create buffer zones. Uh, That would be nice of them. uh, Then that would create, literally, highways for them to uh, get into the promised land. Oh, wow. Man, that is... Wow. This is the kind of prophetic wargaming I'd like to... Think about. It. I never thought of that before. But um, we all I know is that you know Damascus will be a ruinous heap, and we should just pay attention to these kind of things in the Bible. And there's got to be a lot more, just very literal prophecy that we can we can put in. Whether it happens or not, it's another question. But we do need to keep our eyes open to that kind of thing. Well, we do. That would be nice of Israel to do that. But I don't know if they'll do that. <laughs> Well, uh, it it would make. Well, how many times has has Israel did the impossible? How many times? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, this defines them, really. Uh, when you yeah. talk about the Israeli history, that's what defines them: the impossible and them doing exactly what you don't expect them to do. Uh, yes, that's that's their normal, and. You know, considering this this lightning strike, I just I just have this photo up here. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that from the place where the lightning strike and the disaster took place to the foundation stone on the Temple Mount is 666 nautical miles. Uh, oh wow! They don't realize that. So uh, God sending forth a flash. Here, uh, in the midst of the wilderness, by the way, this is uh, this is this is the biblical wilderness right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is where the hmm. where the Jewish people wandered for forty years. So, oh wow, right. that's really of grave uh, concern to me because we don't have the ability uh, to uh, shoot 
the lightning where we would like it to go. We can't do that. And it concerns me when I'm looking here, um, and I watched uh, two of the videos posted. I couldn't really detect wind swaying uh, the cranes. I mean, it was a little bit, but uh, why this crane? They were all set up professionally. Uh, that's what the engineer on site said. It said, no, uh, this was installed professionally. It should not have fallen over. And he declared this to be an act of God. And I think that probably got everybody's attention. And uh, unlike the United States, uh, the king therein uh, was uh, very upset. And he said, no, there will be an investigation and all information will be made known. Uh, and I think that's uh, kind of the exact opposite what our government did uh, for the disaster that we incurred on 9-11. Uh, and I actually do think that he will force the issue. Everything will be made perfectly known. Uh, yeah. they, they have already honored uh, the dead. I think they're going through them one at a time and, and honoring them, which is uh, more than what we got, uh, ladies and gentlemen. They're being honored individually. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the sorry, but the 9-11 attack in New York was just, they didn't care about anybody. Even the firefighters were just cannon fodder. Yeah, So yeah. Uh, but I wanted to just ask you, because that, that guy said it was an act of God, but, I mean, in in Saudi Arabia, wouldn't that get you, like, like whipped or something to suggest such a thing on the holiest site yes, in that, Islamic religion? like. You would be seriously in danger of having uh, your head separated from your neck. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, what was this guy thinking? That he, he must have said it when he'd like already moved out of Saudi Arabia or something. Like. Well, no, oh. uh, I disagree. You, you have to understand that they are extremely lawful, extremely. Okay. And they are absolutely terrified of lying. So. Uh, oh. Okay. So that's why they got. Uh, this head engineer to come and take a look at it and, you know, make sure. Uh, because, ladies and gentlemen, if this had been uh, a corporate failure, uh, the Bin Laden family would be in seriously great that's, danger. Right that's now. what I was going to say. It was like he was probably weighing up his, uh, you know, the worst thing I can say, like to say that we screwed up or God did it, <laughs> like even though it hit the Mecca. like Right. That this is you know. this is the option they had. If we yeah. say uh, that the crew was at fault, um, you're going to have millions of Muslims on jihad after you and your corporation. Yes. That would have been the final straw with them. They are tired of 1% uh, owning everything and 99% uh, living in shelters. They're tired of that. Well, just uh, that reminds me, and um, just an interesting side note. Um, when I was in Nepal earlier this year, just weeks before the earthquake, I met this Pakistani missionary, and he was in Nepal on UN refugee status because he baptized one of the nieces of the Bin Laden family, and they promptly proceeded to bomb his church while he was outside of it. Thank God, by a miracle. And so then he was—he's planting churches all over Nepal and. Amazing guy. He does the Messiha World Mission. I've got to probably make a video later. But he's he was telling me about the Bin Laden family. Just you know, they're very, very active, pretty dangerous family to mess around with. And right. I mean, if it could affect his life that much, and God used it, but 
but I just thought that was amazing that hey, we got one of them saved, you know, but right. just uh yeah, interesting. Well, everybody needs to consider this. Uh, they know the only reason why they have all the powers because of the West. I mean, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, their people are not ignorant. They know the only reason why uh, these people are in power is because they sell uh, oil, of course. Uh, they market the people's natural resources to their enemies, the Crusaders. And this is why ISIS is having such great effect. Okay, mm. ladies and gentlemen, because they don't like it. They they do not like the simple fact that uh, those in control of them are only in control of them via the great Satan. That's that's what they call the West is the great Satan. So right. this event <laughs> could be quite catastrophic uh, for the ruling families there, not just the Bin Ladens, but the whole lock, stock, okay. and barrel. Yes. Yes, I wanted to point out too that um, the last time we saw a bolt of lightning like this and captured on camera too, I'm seeing this photo here and it's the photo looks like it's striking a telephone pole, but it's definitely behind the telephone pole, yes. I guess, right? Yes, it is That's striking. The crane. Yeah, it's striking the crane. And can we we can confirm that that lightning bolt is why the the crane fell, or or they said they said winds and weather, but they said winds because lightning cannot bring down a crane. Okay. It's, but it remember, can't. <laughs> okay. We just saw um, a pope get elected recently, right? That's and, right. Uh, we did. He had a lightning bolt to proclaim his uh, entrance too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. As a matter of fact, and I like how the light pole is sitting there because it, it takes a keen eye to see that right to the left of it, uh, it goes beyond uh, the light. Uh, the light pole and hits uh, what you see all the way to the right side uh, oh, okay. of, of the crane. It's not hitting uh, the side right. closest to the crane. It's going around the crane and hitting the far side. Oh, that's weird. Sorry, I'm looking at a bad printout. Um, but really interesting article on this. Called the uh, it was on Steve Quayle today. The Divine Declaration of Judgment: One World Rainbow and the Mecca Crane. Pretty amazing. Um, a lot of numerology going into these dates recently, and apparently the, um, the the there was just a vote on 9/11 to raise the Palestinian flag at the UN, which I'm sure you guys talked about already. That's that's right. Also, um, I have yet to do a program about it, but yes, uh, they did vote, and they're going to put it up September 30th. They're waiting to display it. So. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's uh that's pretty amazing yeah why why they're why they're doing that so um it's amazing to sit here and, and look like you know look at this and realize all the dynamics uh, going on here because you can plainly see that the lightning bolt is spiraling around the crane Gosh. Uh, right. <laughs> so uh, this was definitely Crazy. not an illuminati uh event i would say I don't think there's any way, uh, any form uh, that we could have brought this crane down singularly. It's it's in the midst of a tower of cranes. Have you noticed that? And, yeah. Uh, this is the only one affected, just this one. Uh, yeah. So the best we could do, uh, perhaps, is to create uh, low pressure, uh, thereby creating a wind front which would have affected them all. Yet you don't see... 
mm. uh, that being the case. Right. So I would definitely uh, call this an act of God, and my main concern would be why. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm kind of speechless myself. I, I don't I don't completely understand. I'm just kind of in awe of all the the weird coincidences and just the overall big picture. I guess just um, what it all means, you know. Yes. I was hoping you would know, Matthew. I I didn't want to come on here and be like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing to look at all this stuff. And um and there's also stuff, you know, I I just told my class just minutes ago, it was like, you know, there's all this stuff happening now with these holy sites and even in the front news and drudge too is this is uh is the Temple Mount heating up again. Yep. Um and we gotta keep in mind these these spots are really gonna be probably just supercharged during this uh, this Shemitah, uh, you know, the blood moon time. So just to expect uh, action, you know. I hate to sound so vague, but well, we're already seeing it, you know. But expect more, <laughs> Michael. That's what I think the point is. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this event cannot be attributed to the Illuminati, and I think yeah. that's that's the point. I think of what we're going through here. We're going to start seeing a whole lot more acts of God yes. where you don't see it coming. There's no way to prevent it. And he just kind of steps out of the dark screaming right in your face. That's what I'm afraid of, Michael, that this is the beginning of that sequence of events. We start yeah. having major disasters. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we've been so fortunate, especially with dams. We've been so very fortunate with dams. I mean, we have had uh, in the past a few catastrophic events uh, concerning dams, but uh, I watched uh, a little bit of this uh, new movie, uh, San Andreas. Uh, there, okay. That's what starts the sequence is a dam collapsing, and we're talking oh, really? millions of gallons of water uh, being dispersed. So, wow. uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we, we've we had one nuclear reactor incident uh, there uh, in Japan, but does anybody realize what it would take to cause disasters at any number of them? Oh, it doesn't take much at all. And God could literally uh, arrange for some really catastrophic things. Let's let's talk about bridges. I mean, has anybody been to New York during rush hour traffic? Does anybody realize uh, we have quite a few very large bridges just in this country, not even considering across the whole globe, uh, that God could step in and ladies and gentlemen they're only standing because he allows it anyway mm. and when he stretches forth his hand Michael I think everybody's going to know no this this was him he's going to get your attention yeah so that's what concerns me about this event is that I looked and I could not see any proof of foul play that's what mm. got my attention Michael Unlike the other 9-11s that Unlike, have happened. That's right. Unlike the Maybe other, this is God's 
I mean, I hate to say it too, but like maybe this is the first supernatural 9-11 that we're getting to see, unless there is some kind of lightning weapon, which as far as we know, there isn't. But Maybe he's trying to say like, look, now it's my turn. You know, the Illuminati has been doing their stuff and yeah, they've been engineering all these false flags, but now it's my turn. You're going to start seeing me do something. That's exciting, actually. And I, I want to see him fight for his people and start, I mean, the ISIS is nothing but just a big old Christian extermination force. And I want to see people stand up against them and raise their hand. And you see a couple of ISIS tanks blow up, you know, and just out of supernatural energy from from God's people. And that's why I'm kind of not, I'm, I'm really optimistic about the future as things get worse, just because, you know, ever since I was a little kid and nobody told me about this stuff until I went and joined the family, the Christian group I was working with. And they showed me some Alex Jones documentaries back in 2003. And that was the first step into this new world. It was like, whoa, and learned about John Todd. And, um, but to me, it was just, I always felt there was something wrong with the world. Like Neo, there's like, I go to school, you know, I'm told that church is all there is for Christianity. And yeah, there's miracles in Africa with missionaries, but you know, it's just, you go get a job, go to school, you know, just live your life. Nothing's wrong, you know, and I just felt something deep inside that says, no, there's something really wrong. And I really don't like this Disney world life that we have in America. And sure enough, you know, hey, all this stuff's happening. And, and yet God has this plan for his people during the end time, I believe, to stand up and to shine as bright lights in the deepest darkness. And right now we've all got these little candles. But once you turn the lights off, even a little candle is just really bright and pitch black. We just can't see them yet because we're still using our artificial fluorescent lights, you know. But I guess my vision is just to see more people realize that our God of the Bible, of Moses and Abraham and Joshua and David, he's still around and he's going to do stuff that will make those miracles pale in comparison. And you're going to just see these little Illuminati ISIS freaks just run in terror at what God is going to do. And I'm not taking this as an example. I'm just saying that I believe God is going to start, you know, during this time, we're going to start seeing the supernatural warfare just go off the charts. And and that's good. You know, if you're close to Jesus, that's good. If you're far away from Jesus, it's really bad, to quote Rufus Mosley. Um, I don't know. What do you foresee as, like, what do you think God's going to do for his people in this end time? Because, I mean, why are Christians, like, the only group of people that seem to get in all this trouble, and yet they're just so deliriously happy, you know, if they're real Christians, you know? I just, I can never understand that. I mean, here you and Johnny go on the air, and Johnny's just been in the hospital in a life-and-death situation, and he tells the funniest joke I've heard. You know, I mean, I was crying this morning. I was laughing so hard because I listen to stories about people that get visited by angels, and I believe if Johnny would see an angel, I'm like, if anybody deserves to see an angel, it's Johnny. And then he totally, you know, tricked us. And But, I mean, that's a Christian right there. You know, there's a man that's just, yeah. Silly grin on his face while he's swinging his battle axe. Yeah, you know. and uh, yeah, he loves to swing that battle axe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he loves to I get in there and say, "Nah, man, you're wrong, man." <laughs> he, yeah. he don't care. He'll go right to the fray. Um, you said something, and now I'm going to talk a little bit about this, and I'm very leery to talk about it, but I'm going to. 
this isn't the first time we've seen uh, that nomenclature assigned to a disaster. Uh, back in 2012, uh, this was in the BBC News. Uh, I talked about it at the time. Iraqi attacks in Baghdad and North kill 107. Um, here's another one. Iraqi bombings. At least 107 people die in the worst day of violence. When you start looking uh, into that historically, um, you're going to be disturbed uh, by what you see. Because, uh, well, here's from uh, 2014. 107 killed in Iraqi airstrike car bombings. You'll take note that you would be confused into thinking that was the exact same headline from two years mm. previous. Okay. Um, so, uh, when I look at that, um, I, I, I'm going to say something, okay? Uh, 107, I know. Um, if God was going to use this, uh, it, it makes me nervous uh, to say so. Now, let me make myself perfectly clear. Neither I nor Michael have any want for anyone uh, to be killed. Okay? I, I have no want or desire uh, for those people uh, that died to have died. Because once they are dead, the will of the living God cannot be played out. Because whether you like it or not, he desires all of his children to come into his family. Amen. And once we have an accident like this and people die, yeah. all their hope is gone. It's lost. And having said that, if this be an act of God and it's already been declared by an engineer and me and Michael already discussed why, and me looking at the site... Me pointing out the simple fact that, ladies and gentlemen, why didn't the other cranes fall? Because there was quite a lot of them there. Maybe you should take time to count how many cranes were there. But it brings me to remembrance of Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 38. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you look at the Hebrew language, please try to remember there are no numerals. There's not. There's no numbers. Those are Arabic. Hmm. The Bible is written in Hebrew. There is no numbers because every letter is a number. That's what it is. Every single letter is a number. Uh, just like Koinonia Greek, what he wrote the Greek in. And in that verse, man, I'm real hesitant to say this, um, there is a Hebrew word there, uh, twice. Uh, you know it probably as H4026, Migdal. It is tower. Only here in this instance, it has a prefix, Lamed. Just exactly uh, like a Zazel does, the scapegoat. It is parenthesized by Lamed's. It has a prefix Lamed, and it ends in Lamed, so it is predicated. With that prefix Lamed, that makes 
the alphanumerics 107, and it's in this verse twice. So I'll read the verse. Just take note that uh, when the Lord your God says tower here, he's saying 107. And the other company of them that gave thanks. Now, I'm sorry for interrupting God's word. But that's what the innocent people there... Now, now, please try to understand, ladies and gentlemen. um, They can't know the truth. They can't. If they even listen to uh, a Christian, they chance getting their head chopped off. Those people were there uh, to give thanks to God. Am I correct in that assumption, Michael? Yeah, I mean, I I would try to befriend any Muslim and try to... In fact, the guy that I mentioned in, in Nepal, he knows how to convert Muslims to Christianity using the Quran. He says, as a Christian, I'm a better Muslim, using their own book. And they're not exactly... Most Muslims are very nice, well-meaning people that they probably don't even know their own book as well as... Um, as they should, as even many Christians don't. So, so, but we, yeah, so yeah, we, they were in this, I don't think they were guilty people. If that's what you're saying. So, is that what you're asking? Or? So we agree that they are not in the group of Christianity, yet they were there to offer praise to God. Correct. Right. That's what this verse just said. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. Let me. Okay. Let me start one more time. And the other company of them that gave thanks went over against them, and I after them. And the half of the people upon the wall, from beyond the tower of the furnaces, even unto the broad wall, let me make my point. What bothers me, Michael, is that that tower collapsed over the wall? Did it not? Yes, sir. That's very intriguing. With that being the case, I think I'll hold my tongue and let that just sink into people. Sorry, can you re- can you repeat that ver- I mean the exact location in the Bible that verse again or? Oh, that verse, it is Nehemiah chapter 12 verse 38. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. That's not a place in the Bible that I tend to stroll through enough, so I've got to go back and take a look at Nehemiah twelve thirty eight. You might and yeah, look at the news. Yeah, you might you might want to take a look at that. And so, uh, and a hundred and seven is the key number there, right? And that means tower. That means tower. It's there in that verse twice because okay. it has a prefix lamed. Okay. I thought you were going to quote that verse in Isaiah about when the towers fall. Or no. One of those, but I think that's a different... Just It's cool to talk to someone that gets into the meat of the word and then looks at what just happened a few days ago. And just, you you got to read the Bible like that. I don't know how people are Christians and don't get into the secrets and the mysteries and the... You know, I mean, with the Holy Spirit, the Bible is just, it becomes this living, insane TARDIS that just maddens you 
if you didn't have the Holy Spirit's love to keep you sane, you would just be like you're just yeah. in another dimension. Yes, it's it is wondrous. No? Yeah, man, I love the Bible. <laughs> I do too. Well, it's been good to be on with you. I'm going to have to get along. Yeah. Um, God bless you. So your final thoughts and uh, share your websites or whatever you would like to promote. Go ahead and do that right now. All right. Well, um, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm embarrassed to share this stuff on this very honorable platform such as your show because I, you know, I'm just a student and a teacher, and I haven't had time to make anything very streamlined like Steve Quayle or Infowars, but. I mean, if you want to mosey on over to some wild stuff on starsword.wordpress, you're welcome to. And I'm doing another one with uh, more of a, a communal blog, looking for people who want to just be uh, free online witnessers. That's um, warriorswithoutborders.wordpress. I think there's a lot to be done online that we can just share our faith and and don't care what other people think or what your grandma is going to think on your Facebook. Just you know, just post post away, you know, just get out there and get the word out because this is the time. And I'm I'm even posting like nerdy video game videos on my YouTube of just playing video games and talking about ISIS and the Bible. And that's where the kids are now. They're all playing video games on YouTube and they're, I mean, go in there and comment on YouTube videos. I'm not saying mine, but just every YouTube video you watch, comment and share your faith. And sure, you'll make most of them mad. But then you'll all you'll catch a couple that are sheep, you know, that are going to hear Jesus' voice calling them to be disciples, to be warriors in this final great battle. Because we don't have a lot of time, but we have this opportunity to to get out online and and um, and wage war, spiritual war. And um, and I'm so appreciative of Matthew and and just everything that you're doing and and the way you network and reach out to people and. Um, I'll certainly be praying for you and your ministry, sir, and thank you for, for having me online. You are most welcome. You are most welcome. And as for me, ladies and gentlemen, I, I I would ask you to pray for these people's family, and I would ask that uh, the Lord our God may allow the Holy Spirit to move with these people once they discover that it was an act of God, in fact. Uh, let Amen. this let this be an instigator of hope instead of destruction, because you truly are destroyed once you die without the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're doomed. There is only one way, and that way is God's only Son. So let us try to remember hope in the midst of this destruction. And if it be an act of God, you're going to be able to find His fingerprints all over it. I only shared one of those fingerprints with you. I suggest you look for more. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. Godspeed.